And I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. Relationships, current events, dream interpretations, we cover them and there is so much more in the Valley. If you want more information on what's happening in the Valley, visit our website at truevibes.net. That's true, as in T-R-U, the word vibes.net. If you like the content that we are producing, feel free to like our Facebook page, Everyday Living in the Valley. And we would like to remind you of our Valley giveaway. Details on that coming up. Let's talk about what inspires us. You know what? Sometimes you just have to move like God already got you. What do you think, Alex? Oh, wow. You know what? That's a true statement. I mean, if there's a job that you want, if there's like a project that you want to be involved in, if there's something that you just want to do for yourself, do it. You know, don't even act like it's not for you. Even if you feel like you don't have the experience, guess what? You probably do. You can turn those transferable skills into anything that you want it to be. And don't be afraid to challenge yourself. I find that in the past, if your dream doesn't scare you, then it's probably not big enough. That's true. You know what? I feel like sometimes we get in our own way. You know, you get inside your own head. But this is what I'm here to tell you. I want you to walk into everything that is for you. Walk into your purpose. Walk into what what you know that is going to be for you. If you want it for yourself, go for it. I think some people also wait for like big signs, miracles, and wonders to happen in their life. But I think if they really stop and pay attention, life is guiding you that way. But you're just not paying attention to the right stuff. You know what? I have to agree with that. You, people like seem to look at things are just so far. Like if you want to go to school, right? You want to go to college and yeah, for four years, that's a long time. If that's something that you desire to do, but don't even look at it like that. If that's something that you want to do, just take it one class at a time. Be like, you know what? I just need to get past this English class. I need to get past this Spanish class, break everything down into like little small goals and let it achieve up to with that big goal, what you want for yourself. Because unfortunately people sometimes don't go far enough and they start right before they get to where they need to be at. Absolutely. You know what? I know we both can say that there are some things that we have started and then be like, you know what? It's, it's a lot of work. As a matter of fact, let's take this podcast for instance. We were like, dude, I mean, we would talk about it. And then it was like, it's a lot of stuff that you got to do just to set up for a podcast. And then it was just like, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. But we persevered. We stuck to it. And we was like, you know what? Let's just keep going. It's easy to get overwhelmed by things um, when you think about it too far in the future. That's true. That's true. Uh, sometimes you got to just break things down into small, digestible segments well you become overwhelmed mm -hmm. with things that's 
around you because again life be lifing life be lifing so you got like i mean even if you just out here in this world things happen every day and sometimes it seems like one thing after the next after the next after the next and then you just like you know what this is too much to even try to go this route but go anyway i am here to tell you do not stop and also i feel like some people be waiting to get themselves all the way together Oh, once I get this part of my life all the way together, then I'm able to start on A, B, C, and D. But unfortunately, life doesn't work that way. No, listen, I don't care how old you get, your life is just not going to be together exactly how you want it to be. It's not going to be perfect. There's never a perfect moment. The moment is now. Moment is now. So what are you going to do? Go for it. Go for it. And don't be afraid to dream big, guys. This is something I really do stand by because, you know, as just Alex could say, I want to think of things holistically. Yes. And sometimes I get overwhelmed. Yes. Just thinking about everything at one time. What? But when I just start breaking it down to small achievable goals, Mm. realistic achievable goals, then it makes me feel like, oh, wait a minute, I can accomplish this. Let me say this, y'all. Mr. Distinguished does not bring this revelation about himself. Let me just say, he don't like to talk about himself. I do not. So the fact that he's even giving y'all this, this is huge. Y'all better feel special. I mean, really, because he don't do this. Now, he can read everybody else. You know what? Just Alice is the same way. I don't know why she's sitting up here. Well, she would share moments of her I life do. or whatever. I do. But I she do she she will and is able to read. You know how people just come up to you just randomly and they just ask, ask you for advice and yes. encouragement or whatever. Like you you're like that light I to people, and you just attract people like moth. I don't know. You know what? And those are. Those are true statements. I don't know what it is. I, I have no idea. And I think because I'm always going to look at things in a positive manner. I try to do that because we got too much negative stuff in this world. So we got to do the positive thing. But back to what Mr. Distinguished said earlier is the fact that when you're able to recognize some things that you're doing wrong and then kind of break it down and be like, this is what I need to do to move forward. That's what. I think is is huge when you're able to to realize what you you can do better. Go ahead, Mister Distinguished. I like that. <laughs> I do. I do. This is your Valley Giveaway. Your Valley Giveaway is brought to you in part by Nell Slay by Ray. We present to you our first Valley Giveaway. So, just Alice, remind the people of what we're raffling. So we are raffling off some bomb, fresh new set of nails. It can be your own nails or you can get some acrylic, you know, however you want to do. But we have Nail Slay by Ray. That's Manda Bullock. She's down at the Bomb Aesthetic. And here are the rules to qualify for the raffle. We need you to like and follow Everyday Living in the Valley Facebook page. You must invite 10 people to our page. Must enter one of the secret words broadcasted throughout the episode. Go to truevibes.net and click on Enter Valley Giveaway. We all have some epic stories when involving working with people. Isn't that right, Mr. Distinguished? Absolutely right. And I've been fortunate enough to work in a corporate environment. And I've ran across all types of different things, different types of coworkers, 
different types of managers and management styles. <laughs> tell us about it. I'm, I'm curious. You curious? Well, let me tell you about this manager that I had. We're just going to call her Mavis. Okay, Mavis. So Mavis was the type of manager to try to make sure projects and things get done or whatever it is to appease the upper management. So she really wasn't about your personal growth and things of that nature. She mm-hmm. was about more so how she can exploit and manipulate you. And, oh. and she didn't mind pitting two employees against each other. So she messy. Messy is probably an understatement. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so let me tell you about this time. Uh, me, Mavis, and we're going to call this other guy, uh, Kevin. So me and Kevin is on the same team and we kind of do the same thing okay. or whatever. Okay. So Mavis, uh, there was a special project that came down and she called me in her office mm-hmm. and she was like, Mr. Distinguished, I want you to work on this project or whatever. Okay. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm excited. You know, it was a pretty good, decent project or whatever. Yeah. So I would say like a couple of days later, I see that Kevin uh, printed out something. It's like directions, instructions for the same project and posted it in his cubicle. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'm working on this project that you got posted on here. And he was like, really? Because Mavis just gave me this this morning. And I was like, are you serious? And so, yes, stuff like this happened multiple times throughout this particular career under the leadership of Mavis. And so Kevin was the type of person where he didn't care. He's going to say what he's going to say and don't really care how you feel. So he brought it up in one of our team meetings one day. He was like, Kevin was like, is, is it going to be me or is it going to be Mr. Distinguished? Who's going to work on this project, Mavis? And she didn't really know what to do or what to say or whatever. But she created this conundrum. <laughs> she created this conundrum and really made you feel some type of way, put you at some type of emotional roller coaster. So in other words, I know. All in your head. She was all kind of names. Oh, yes. Oh, I know. Names that we can't say on this podcast. Cannot say. But I yeah. can't imagine. Oh, yeah. She was all. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What if something like that happened with you? What would you do, just Alex? I, you know what? I don't know. I'm... And is this one of those events where you would go to HR or would you wait? Like, how would you now, handle something know, like I don't, this? I don't like to do the HR I thing. know. I don't either. But. I, but when it's jeopardizing my job, right, and it's interfering with what I'm trying to do, and I feel like you're trying to do something, then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to go to HR. What we doing? As a matter of fact, I have to check myself because I have a mouth. I don't know who, who know me or know anything about just Alex, but I do have a mouth. Mr. Distinguished have one, too. I do not. This is just Alex. I don't know what she's talking about. Yes, you do. Mm-mm. Yes, you do. Don't do me. You you have one. So I need for people to know when he's upset, you are all kind of names in his head. Oh, and just Alex, uh, you are worse names 
or worse names than what I could ever think of. Just want to let you know that too. Those are bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, if you have a coworker chronicle experience that you would like to share, then by all means, share it. Please visit our website at truevibes.net. That's true as in T-R-U, the word, vibes.net. Click on contact us at Everyday Living in the Valley and fill out the form and click on Coworker Chronicles. Coming up on the podcast, we have a new relationship segment. We have a story that you wouldn't want to miss. And right after the break, guys, stick around for part two of our review of Bel Air. This is so much more on Everyday Living in the Valley. Living in the Valley. Hey guys, you want some bomb nails? Well, I have just a place for you. Nails Slay by Ray. Down at the Bomb Aesthetics, she'll get you just right. I've been going to her for some years and you definitely will not be disappointed. Manda Bullock, she's also listed on Facebook. That's M-A-N-D-A-B-U-L-L-O-C-K. You can also give her a call at 678-209-8652. Thank you. Your Valley Giveaway secret word is elevation. That's elevation. Again, that's elevation. to Everyday Living in the Valley, where I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. And I'm your host, Jess Alex. Relationships, current events, dream interpretation, we cover them, and there is so much more. If you want more information on what's happening in the Valley, visit truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes, dot net. Opportunities for advertisement, visit our website for details, truevibes.net. Dot net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. Mr. Distinguished, remember that time when you and your mom was leaving the gym and that guy approached you? Yeah, it was um, very interesting. We wasn't actually leaving the gym. We was actually about to start the workout. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So we had this guy. They didn't really approach me. He was approaching my mom. I was already at the gym and my mama was pulling up. Mm-hmm. And this guy was walking with my mama um, to the gym entrance, right? Right. And so this was, let's just say, the Friday before Mother's Day weekend. Uh, basically, he was trying to get her to go to some type of Mother's Day banquet or whatever they, he was sponsoring or his organization that he was involved with was sponsoring. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting or whatever. And so... He looked at me and recognized me immediately. And mm. I'm not really good with names and faces and things right, of that nature. Right, right. And so, but he was able to like pinpoint, like, oh, you used to be the co worker of da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, nice. so. You know me. <laughs> Being in the church community, I'm used to people just coming up to me because I'm a musician and people always see me, but I don't necessarily know who they are. 
because they're sitting in a congregation. So I'm just thinking it's something like that. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, you sing, don't you? I just had a feeling that he sang or do something musically. Something. And he was like, yeah, yeah, he sings and he plays the saxophone. I was like, okay, let's uh, exchange information. Yeah, let's get together. Yes, I have this podcast coming up. And if you have any projects or songs that you're working on, then possibly, you know, I can play it on the podcast. Right, right. And he was like, okay, yeah. So we exchanged information. And at that time, I wasn't really, you know, keen to what was going on. But I noticed that he was really trying to get my mama's, like, Facebook page, her information, her contact information. Mm. And I was just kind of like a second thought of something like that. Mm. So, you know, I'm like, okay, I, I got a new contact, you know, who can play right. the uh, saxophone or come sing with us or whatever. So this is what I'm thinking, you know, working out, whatever. And of then, course. And then it finally clicks in my head. Oh, my God. I think I know who this guy is. So who was he? He was the cousin of a co-worker that I used to work with. And he was, and I I was thinking because the last name that he had was the same name of this singer that's kind of famous in the area. And I'm like, oh, that must be his mama. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of that, course, was, that, of was, course. that was his mama or whatever. And so I get in contact with him after we're done with our workout. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I do remember your name. And are you, are you related to da 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 da? And he was like, Oh yes, that's my ex wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said. That was my ex wife. No, not his, not ex wife. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. That was his wife, and they were separated, and that's why he was inquiring. That's a no go with my mom. And immediately, what was your thought? <laughs> <laughs> he almost got him, y'all. Almost got him. He almost said some words. No, I didn't. Listen. Don't do me. I know. I know it was a wrap. Listen, I know the conversation was done. It was like, all right, see you next lifetime. Yeah, I guess I'll see you next lifetime. <laughs> Go ahead and delete this Go ahead. content off my phone. Don't call me. That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> That is a wrap. I mean, like, really? What, how he would you try to get at your mom? Oh, that's a no go. <laughs> nah, you ain't trying to get at my mom, sir. Through me? Nah, we ain't doing I that. Mean, I mean, but he actually thought it was cool of him and to actually telling you, like, yeah, we're separated, sir. That's not. That's not. You know, like you're not divorced. So yeah. what we doing? <sighs> no, that's a no go. I knew it was it. I know that was a wrap. That was dead to me. I know. Have you heard from him since then? Mm-mm. You're not going to. I'm not going to. <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Unalive again. Listen, I was hollering. Here go just Alice when I'm telling her. to. I did. Listen, it was just funny to me because he always saying things happen to me. And it was just funny that it happened to him. And he was just like. Oh, he just going to lose my number. Like, that's a no-go. <laughs> We're not even doing this. It's not even a thing. Like, let's just keep it moving. Let's keep going. I just can't believe you thought that was cool. Oh, oh, absolutely he did. He was, there was no shame. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's my wife. We just separated right now. And the fact that he said wife, not ex-wife. Yeah. Or, or we're in the process. And he was just like, and I'm trying to get at your mom. And Sir? So I'm, you, you trying to do what? What? Oh, okay, let me help you out. No, block. <laughs> <laughs> let me help you out. 
blocked immediately. <laughs> Goodbye. Ooh, child. I, I'm telling loss you. Loss of words. It happened before, you guys. Even though he talked about this particular segment, it was the first cruise we went on. And the guy, one of the workers, was trying to get at Mr. Distinguished Mom. And Mr. Distinguished, with, the guy was trying to dance with his mom and he immediately like slid between the two of them. I don't remember. This. Oh, I remember. Uh-uh. One, I seen something like transpire, but you actually came over. It's like, oh, he thought he'd been talking to my mom and that was a no-go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he was adamant on it. And the guy and your mom was like, oh, he's so sweet. And you were just like, mm-mm. Nah, you know what? And the funny thing is, a lot of times my mama is so oblivious <laughs> in these situations. Like she don't know what's going on she or what's happening. No, she's sweet. She like she'd be like, really? Yes, she do. <laughs> yes, she do. Like yes, yes. mom, really? Yeah. And I didn't see that, Mister Distinguished, not gonna let no, not if he right there. <laughs> nah, if you're trying to get at his mom. Listen, you better talk to her directly because you ain't going through him because he ain't even. Mm-mm. I mean, it would be the same with your, with your mom too. Oh, absolutely. Don't act like it's just me. It wouldn't be. And listen. some of y'all too. Y'all listen. Listen. That needs to be like something we post on our Facebook page to see. We do. You know. Let's see what you all how, feel about that. How they will react in that how, particular how, situation. How would you all feel about someone trying to? One, go through you to talk to your mom or even your dad. How would you feel about that? Would you be okay with that? And if you really know this person, like, let's say you know of this, as for instance, the guy that told Mr. Distinguished, like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, that's my wife. Like, we separated over that, my wife. No, sir, sir, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Leave me alone. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> So, Alex, last week, we started the sitcom Bel Air reviewing it. We did, y'all. So, before we get into that, we just want to go ahead and give you a spoiler alert. Absolutely. Let you know if you have not watched this series and you want to watch it, if you don't want us to give away anything, then, you know, maybe just fast forward through this segment. Yeah. But come back, though. Absolutely come back. You know, so... I know we we touched bases on it. We didn't really go all into detail the way that we really planned on doing. I think we got probably 20 minutes into the episode. <laughs> we did. We did talk about when the episode first started and how Will was sitting on the throne. Mm-hmm. Like, and he had like his crown on and like he's the king of Philly. So yeah, we was uh, pretty much discussing how they were setting up the series for us and right. how they had the little nuggets referencing the original series and how for us as millennials, how it felt nostalgic. You it know, did. You know, it really it felt did. like, oh yes, I do remember that. And you know, you just kind of like, just have a moment. I mean, when you break down, when you're looking at each character, right? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at how, Okay, Will was immediately sent to Bel Air because of the gun charge mm-hmm. that was dropped through his uncle. Mm-hmm. So, just looking at how how is Will life in Bel Air so far? Okay, you got somebody that, and you put yourself in that shoes because you're able to actually relate. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you're going to a new school, you're going to a new job, you're going to somewhere new. How are you feeling? Like, and especially like if it's 
all of a sudden. So you didn't really have time to prepare in your mind right. for this. It right. just happened, you know, in the middle of the night, so right. to speak. Right. And you can tell, like, he has not really visited his aunt, uncle, He's and cousins. He's familiar with them at some aspect. You know, right. he know what they look like. Right. He, they met before, but he never seen Jeffrey. No. He didn't know who Jeffrey was. And we know Jeffrey would been in that family for a while. Yes. Yes. And he, he didn't has. even he didn't even know how they were living. No, because I mean he was surprised when he pulled up to the house. He was like, This how y'all living? This y'all house? This y'all house? I mean, going into it, you think about it. Look at his room. Like mm-hmm. that's probably the size of an apartment. <laughs> you know? So it's just just the changes of leaving Philly to going to Bel Air. That I think that was a lot. And when you look at it, I mean, in in some kind of ways, he did feel kind of down in a little bit. He did. Maybe a little depressed. I'm going to even go as far as say that, a little bit depressed. Well, he was very anxious and adamant of trying to get back to his old life. Right. Even though he knew deep down inside that wasn't good for him, that wasn't a good fit for him. His uncle knew that and reminded him of that. Right, right, right. And he just felt like his life would have been so, even though this guy is out trying to kill him, mm-hmm. unalive. Let's say unalive. <laughs> unalive him. Unalive him. He still want to go back to Philly. Like, this ain't it. This this is not it. And it all, look at the first day of school. Oh, yes. Let's, let's break that down. Okay. Let's, because there's a big difference between um, Will when he was in Philly in school. Right. Versus, Everybody was dapping him up. Yeah, dapping him. He was the man. In Philly, mm-hmm. he's the king. Like, oh, okay. That's what he was accustomed to. This is to. the baller. He get to Bel Air. Okay. He walks in the locker room and your cousin is rapping with a lot of mm-hmm. white people mm-hmm. and they are throwing the N-word around. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Will, from where he's from, like, hey, what that's fighting words. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then Carlton was just like, man, I mean, don't steal my thunder. Listen, don't do that. I'm the king here. I'm the king. And this is okay. And Carlton was trying to make sure that Will didn't embarrass him. Right. At this school. Right. He did. He did. Carlton was a butthole. Did you like Carlton I when he first did got not. on the screen? Listen, let me tell y'all, I could not stand Carlton with everything in me. I was actually imagining myself just beating him up. <laughs> I did. I did. I had thoughts of beating him up because he, to me, was an Uncle Tom. Yeah, and I guess he would play victim Absolutely. To certain situations where you didn't, we just really felt like he wasn't a victim. Well, to me, Carlton was a person who was not able to be who he needed to be. Mm-hmm. Carlton was one way around his friends. Mm-hmm. He was one way around his family. Mm-hmm. But when he's by himself, he was in chaos. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, okay, let's look at when. Will actually walked in and seen Carlton doing drugs, mm-hmm. cocaine, crack mm-hmm. cocaine. Okay, so Will was like, "I know what that is." Like, what you doing? And Carlton like, "Oh, this just my anxiety medication." And Will like, "Yeah, right. Like, I'm not that stupid. I know what this is." Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know. So when you look at it, but that was Carlton's escape mm-hmm. of dealing with 
everything that he has to be straight A student. He was the captain of the lacrosse team. Yeah, I think Carlton felt like there was an expectation on him, his right. life, right? Who he should hang around, who and he needed to be, who he needed to be, and that that probably came from his parents. And I let me say this: um, Uncle Phil and Bill, Aunt Bill, even though that's Carlton parents, knew nothing about Carlton. That's true. Well, I, well, let's let's put it like this: Carlton was really good. At being a chameleon. He was. You know. He was. He knew what to say, what to do, and in certain moments. But you know what, though? When you look at it, look at all three of their children. They really did not know them. Even with Hillary. Okay, Hillary was an influential person Mm -hmm. that's dealing with um on she had like her little she set. had a catering yeah but a she, cooking show yeah but she did her own little thing and aunt viv didn't even understand that well she well, didn't aunt, listen aunt viv had a different vision for what hillary was trying to do and hillary had her own vision for what she wanted to do that's true and so Aunt Bill was trying to extend her vision onto Hillary. Projecting. Mm-hmm. And Hillary is like, no, this is how I want to do it. This, right. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be that way in, in regular life. Well, parents need to understand that we have to stop projecting on what we want our kids to do. Exactly. We do that a lot. And I learned early on, I can't project nothing onto my children. Listen, because kids have a mind of their own. And I am glad that um, my mom and dad did not project onto me. But I want you parents to understand. Let your child be who they want to be. And just as long as it's healthy. Exactly. Let them live in that moment. Because when you look at Will, when Will came, they was a little bit more lenient with Will. Mm -hmm. It was like, Will, you know, it's what you want to do. But with their children, it was just like, you know. There was an expectation. Yeah, most definitely. And also because... You know, who is in the middle middle of a campaign as well, too. And he was looking at his image. Yes. You know, what it's going to be like for my family. What is going to... But he lost touch of who he was, I think, mm-hmm. just from doing this campaign. So when Will first got to the house, mm-hmm. right, they was having a... Um, just something dealing with the campaign. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Phil was kind of like, you know, he really didn't want Will to talk. He really didn't like, oh, Will well, his mouth too much. Well, Will was about to point out what his uncle did for him, getting him out of jail. Uh, and that was illegal. Yeah. And so That's he true. was try- he was right in front of the police commissioner. That's true. When Will was about to say all of this. So that's, that's why he was trying. To, I would have deflected him too. Uh-uh. Go over there and eat that he, he basically was like that. <laughs> Listen, if you all looked at it, he was basically like, all right, uh, all right, Will. Uh-huh. You know, go on over there and fix your plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, did he ask Ashley to go over with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead with your cousin. Mm-hmm. Go, go over there and eat. Go ahead and eat. And when you look at it, just looking at the show, the first two episodes, when you ask yourself, did Will really want to, what would he be if he didn't leave Bel Air? Exactly. Like what I was saying in the last mm-hmm. podcast episode, that it was probably necessary for him to go through what he went through. I think so. To be where he's at right now. The growth. Mm-hmm. And I think 
Because Will didn't want to leave Philly. No, he did not. And he needed something in his life to encourage him to step out his own box that he was not willing to step out on his own. Now, what was kind of interesting to me also was, even though they didn't say anything, what they mentioned it in the first two episodes was, you know, Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil was like, we owe this to Will because of what happened with his dad. So that left a cliffhanger. And I'm Mm -hmm. like... What, the, what happened to the dad? What happened with the dad? Well, what's going on with dad? So, you know, that was also like, okay, I'm curious to see what is going to happen. So I think his dad was named, what, Lou or something like that? It was that? Lou, I believe. I believe it was Lou. Where, um, what was your, like, favorite moments in the first two episodes? One of them was when I seen Will really be like i'm in this new place Mm -hmm. but let me make it into me yes let me embrace this as hard as this is Mm -hmm. like he did his jacket the inside out Mm -hmm. after they you know carlton friends did some things and he was just like okay well i could just do this and he did do that in the original episode in the original show as well but I just like how he made it more about let me just do this for me. But he's also a caring person, too. He is, even though he went through what he went with, with Carlton or whatever. Right. You could tell that he still cared or whatever, but he probably couldn't make it look like he cared as much as he actually did. But Will actually did care. For, I agree. For Carlton. I agree. And the rest of his cousins. I agree with that. But he, he, well, he didn't want to make it look like that. Nah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, coming up after the break, we do have a, a relationship segment and we have a story that you don't want to miss. Looking to book a cruise or general traveling tips? Stick around and I will get you right. Living in the valley. guys you want some bomb nails well i have just a place for you nails slay by ray down at the bomb aesthetics she'll get you just right i've been going to her for some years and you definitely will not be disappointed manda bullock she's also listed on facebook that's m-a-n-d-a-b-u-l-l-o-c-k you can also give her a call at 678-209-8652 thank you your Valley Giveaway secret word is journey. That's journey. Again, that's journey. Just Alex. And I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. Listen, relationships, current events, 
dream interpretations, well, we cover them here in the Valley, and there is so much more. If you would like some relationship advice, or if you have a dream that you would like us to interpret, then go to our website, truevibes.net. That's true, S-N-T-R-U, the word vibes.net, and click on Contact Us at Everyday Living in the Valley. Well, guys, let me tell you about this time where somebody really just had me messed up. I just know you lying to me. Ooh, child, they got me messed up. She really did try it. They got me messed up. She really said that? Ooh, child, I just tell you, these folks just really got me messed up. So, guys, let me just let you know that sometimes things happen and people really have you messed up. Mr. Distinguished and I decided that we were going to order some shirts, right? And this is a small black business. And we was like, okay, you know, I said, oh, I know someone. Let's go ahead. Let's order from this person and everything should be fine. So I reached out to the person and, you know, we gave her like the, the print on what we wanted and the color of the shirts. And so when she came back with the, well, not necessarily finished, but this is how it's going to look. Mr. Distinguished didn't even just, he just exited out the conversation. I just knew she would lie. <laughs> he exited out the conversation, y'all. He checked out. So I'm the one that's trying to be mediator. I'm like, oh, you know, this should be okay. This should be fine. Here she is texting me. Well, I ain't hearing nothing. I, cause I, and I knew why I, this, let me tell y'all something about Mr. Distinguished. When you ask him something and he don't really respond, he ain't with it. <laughs> let me just let you know that. <laughs> if you ever wonder like, why he ain't responding? That, that's a no-go. He's not with it. So I said, okay, just go ahead and do the shirts. Okay. Go ahead. I was like, you know, it don't look that bad. Go ahead. Mm. So I get the shirts. And listen, Woo child. the shirt had a pocket on it, which is something that we didn't ask for. And the, the part that's supposed to be in the middle was actually on the side boob. So it was like, not only that, but if you go to our, our Facebook page, you will see the everyday living in the Valley logo. And so this person decided to put a block behind the logo because yeah. they felt like the block was needed for the logo to show more. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not what we, we wanted or. Absolutely. And so Mr. Distinguished said, oh, um, she just started doing shirts like two hours ago. I did. He did. He did. And I was like, no. Nah. And I paid her for the shirts, y'all. I did. I made her $20 per shirt. Uh, I, I, that's better than I me. did. I paid her $20 per shirt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fast forward. All right. We had Father's Day come around. And so I was like, clearly, you can't mess this up. This, this has to be the time where the shirts are going to be right. So... I uh, I seen her posting, you know, advertising and here go me. You sure you about to go back through this? And I did. I paid $30 for this one shirt. She asked what color I wanted. I let her know low favorite color, which is red. And she, she was like, okay. 
And when she showed how it would look, I said, oh, you know, that looks looks pretty good. In the picture. In the picture. Mm-hmm. In the picture. So we we got back. Me and Lo had just got back from a um, vacation, from a cruise, and we get the shirt. And Lo hands me the bag with the shirt. It was a nice little bag. She put the shirt in. I pulled out the shirt. Y'all, the background was peeling off like just like it's a stencil. It just, like an adhesive. It, like it a, really was. Like, like a sticker. Like it was taped on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was furious. Did you cuss the girl out or something? Listen, I tried my best. I, so, Mr. Distinguished know me. And a lot of people don't know this side of Jess Alex. Mm. They know the sweet side of me. The white girl. I can text you and be very cordial in the text. I can be like, hey, mm-hmm. what is this? What's going on? Because the shirt is peeling off. She decided to call me. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Do not, because there's no in-between for me. There's so none. There's- I don't. I don't know how to be like, you know, just calm. I go from zero to a hundred very quickly, y'all. So she get on the phone, and I just like, what is going on? Like, why the shirt peeling up? Is the, that what you actually said, though? It's not. It. I cannot say exactly what I, but I will tell you this. When she said, "All you have to do is get the parchment paper and get the iron, and just iron it back on." Listen, dead. I I'm hit sorry. The roof. Unalive. <laughs> Ain't no way. I wish Walmart. I <laughs> hit the roof. I said, uh, no, ma'am. I will not do this. Well, I know you got your money back, right? Listen, I had to say something about getting my money. It was not offered and did not want to say anything about getting my money back. That is bad business. Therefore, moving forward, please do not ask me to order anything from you if your stuff is not together. Wait, let's go back. Didn't you, like, go to your mama house with that shirt on? Listen, mom, (laughs) the original shirt (laughs) that me and Mr. Distinguished ordered. For the podcast. For the podcast. Let me just say this. My mom, my oldest daughter, Destiny, and my stepdad went in on me i showed my daughter first and she was like mama that's your ugly and she was just and i call i immediately called mr distinguished because i needed him to hear this now my oldest y'all she norm she don't used to say now she's very vocal about stuff but she was just like "Uh uh-uh but when my mama came and she seen that shirt and my still there and he was like and you wore it in public <laughs> and when, no. they, when they asked him like why the logo blurry? they was like why the logo is on one of my breasts it was listen y'all when i seen that pocket it was a wrap for me the pocket when he was supposed they asked i actually wore the shirt around some other people other mm-hmm. family members and and they were saying what was wrong the kids they was like 10 and 11 they might have been older than that because they, I think they're older than um, Kalia. So they had to be like 13, 14. And they was like, ooh, that shirt ugly. <laughs> and it's, I mean, everybody, my cousins, they was, ooh, ugly. So 
This is what I'm saying. You know what, my mama, you even wore it here when we was recording. And your mom was like, This shirt is ugly. It's ugly. So, and Mr., let me tell y'all something about Mr. Distinguished. If something is not right, he not giving you no, oh, okay, we're going to move forward. He not going to do it. Mm-hmm. He's most definitely a perfectionist. And which nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Cause, but he not, you're not going to give him no anything and think he's going to wear it. Did you try to get your daughters to wear it? I did. I had So the shirt that I had for Mr. Distinguished. Because she already knew I was about to wear that. I knew he wasn't. So I was going to give it to my oldest, Destiny. She said no. My youngest is 11, and she said no. So everybody was saying the shirt was ugly. Then you was trying to give it to your youngest to, like, just sleep in or whatever? And she didn't want to sleep in it. It was just, it, it was all a no. I just want y'all to understand, listen, business is out there. Small businesses, whatever. Make sure your stuff is together. If you are not doing stuff right, give people their money back. And, and move on. Just say I don't have it. But I do want y'all to know that um, with the person who I ordered, the, sec- the second shirt, is it's the same person. But she had other people call her and tell her their shirt was messing up too. Did she tell them to put the parchment paper in the iron and on it? And she was telling the other person she was going to fix it for them. But she didn't, I don't think, she she tried to fix it for me. I was like, I don't want you to fix nothing. It's, it's just a no-go. But I do want y'all to know that um, coming up, we do have some travel tips. Okay. And it's mostly dealing with travel with people who like, who have some money mm. and who, who don't mind just going somewhere new. I think that's so important. Um, I'm not going out of town to eat at Burger King. Yeah. And McDonald's. We did. We, we did have someone that tried to go out of town with us and eat at um, Burger King and McDonald's. But anyway, just saying, um, this is travel tip number two. When you are going out of town and you know that you're going somewhere, save up some money mm-hmm. and just do something different. Step outside your comfort zone and try a new restaurant. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to try something that's right here in Columbus, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I want to try something that's in that state that's different. Always try to do that. And just don't have no broke people with you. I, I mean, it's it's a shame when you travel with people that's like that. It's it's pretty hard. Now, don't give me. I'm not saying that I got the most money. I know Mr. Distinguished not saying that. But what we're saying is you can really travel on a budget and eat really well. That's true. I mean, I take multiple trips a year, y'all. I don't make the most money in the world. But you can cut out some things and, and save up some money and just do some nice stuff for yourself. I mean, we had one person that was trying to get us to... Eat out. I mean, well, trying to get us to cook, get some breakfast food to cook, and we oh, was yeah. on the stand overnight. Overnight, yeah, dead. Yeah, that's a no go. We don't do that. Not an overnight trip. So I'm just saying, y'all, when you're traveling, save up some money, and then that way, you know, you're able to, you know, go out to eat at somewhere different. Just try some different stuff. So that is my travel tip for today. Well, guys, it's time for the moment you've been waiting on. It's our new, <laughs> newest segment of Everyday Living in the Valley, our relationship segment. And I just want to go ahead and throw out this disclaimer. Uh, the story we are about to tell you involves true events, but the names have been changed to protect the individual identities. Absolutely. Let's get into it with Johnny, Susan, 
and Karen. Ooh, child. So the first thing we're going to talk about is we plan to get together and just go out. Let's have like a, a nice little lunch. Mm-hmm. So we decided to meet up at like this Mexican restaurant, right? And it was supposed to be me, Mr. Distinguished, um, Susie, and a mutual friend of ours. So all four of us friends, you know, mm-hmm. we want to get together. We want to talk, laugh, and catch up. Because, you know, we don't get to do that often. So me, Mr. Distinguished, and our other mutual friend, we got there. We was the first ones to get there. So we asked for a table of four because it's supposed to have been four. And of course, they're like, oh, yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was no problem. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, thank y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, nice, so nice. nice. So we got there. They sat, sat us down. We were seated. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't a long wait. Um, they put some chips also on the table, stuff. We was ready. Okay, Susie gets there. Mm. Susie walks in with Johnny. Johnny is Susie's husband. Okay. We immediately are taken aback because we didn't know. You know? Johnny was coming. You know, we sat down on the table of four. For four. Now, mind you, now we're five. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we was looking like, oh, what? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, who, who invited Johnny? So then we have to ask the waitress. It was a waiter. Was it a waiter? I don't room? remember, but whatever it was, whatever it was, our table. Whatever it was, it was a problem. Listen, they were ticked off at us. It was like this is the middle of rush. It was on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and I get it. It was a Saturday. It is busy. They did not like that. We needed to switch up. To sit at a different table. Y'all told us four tables. Y'all told us four. People. Four people. And now you talking about five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get we sit down. Okay, we switched up, and we were just like, you know, sorry. We were trying to be nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my uh, my apologies. I'm sorry. You know, I we they I, weren't hearing none of that. Yeah, it was just a wrap. <laughs> they were just like attitude. <laughs> And then the waitress that were waiting on us, now we had a different waitress, and she was just like, you know. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all are a problem. It was just like, we just really messed up everything, which, again, it wasn't our fault. So, while we're sitting down and we're just chit-chatting, you know, waiting to get our order, in comes Karen. So, we looking like, who is this? Ooh, child. And Susie say, oh, I work with Karen. I invited Karen to come. Well, yeah. We see her like, wait a minute. Hold up. Tell us none of this. So not only did you bring Jenny, you done brought Karen. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no, what is this? What is going on? I didn't know that it was an invite everybody thing. Mm-hmm. So we all looking crazy. and We get our order. Karen, I don't know if Karen didn't have enough money to eat or whatever, but Susie had offered to pay for Karen food, but Karen's like, no, I'm not going to eat anything. So we all, you know, we sitting at the table. Karen didn't order no food, y'all. So Karen just sitting there. I think she drank a cup of water or something. Mm -hmm. Now, how about when Johnny invited me down? So Johnny asked Mr. Distinguished to come down and chit-chat with him. And I see this transpire. So 
I was just like, I wonder what they talking about. So I already knew in my head I was going to ask Mr. Distinguished, what do y'all talk about? Um, and it's really hard to describe because Johnny doesn't really talk that well. It's broken up. Listen. I'm not just saying that just to be funny. Mm-hmm. We don't know what you're saying, sir. We we didn't know what he was saying. Even when he was at the table and we was all just communicating, he was looking weird. Mm-hmm. It was awkward. And it was just like. I don't know if he was trying to size everybody up. And I think so. Like, I could beat you up. I could beat you or, up. Or I see that this person got a mouth. Well, anybody that really, really knows just Alex. You do have a mouth. I have a mouth. And, and yes. And will say something. And will. I don't back down. Unapologetically. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm just always like that. Already, always ready. I am. And sometimes be looking for it. And do. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know why I'm like this, y'all. But it was just, he was weird. Mm. He made the whole thing weird. So this was my first encounter with Johnny. Yes. So later on, it got weirder it did um we okay so we decided that we was going to go to a restaurant in atlanta a nice italian restaurant love 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 this restaurant we've been there before we have here we have Mm -hmm. and we always had amazing service so Mm -hmm. we was like okay let's go let's go let's do this so um so we get over there to their house johnny and Susie's house because that's where we all agreed to meet up at right right and so I walk in, and just Alex walks in, and Lo, which is just Alex's husband, right. also walks in. Right. And so when we all walking in, he's looking at Lo, and he's looking at me like, um, Mr. Distinguished, why you bring another man to my house? He did. And I was like, um, this is- We were all confused. Yes. You know, we were at first thinking he was joking. I did, mm-hmm. you know, because Mr. Distinguished was like, huh, you know, he kind of giggled. And me, I was like, oh, huh, okay. But again, we thought he was joking. We did. And when we realized he was for real, that's when Susie was like, no, you know, that's just Alex's husband. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh. And I was just saying, him like, Oh, you stupid. Yeah. Oh, so you wanted them. Yeah, I mean, it was... And it just went down. There wasn't hill. really nothing to, like, trigger this moment. Nothing. Nothing really happened. We just nothing. walked in the house, y'all. All we did in the living room. In the house. Listen, and when I say it went downhill... It continued to go down. It did. And down. So, the ride up, we were like... Yeah, so, I drove. You did. Mm-hmm. And Lo sat in the front. Mm-hmm. I sat on the end in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, Susie was in the middle, and then Johnny was on the other end. Okay. So in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And, we you know, we, we was like, pull up the menu, mm-hmm. right? Look at it because y'all never been there before mm-hmm. and just see what you like. I mean, familiar with the menu. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to the restaurant. We had, listen, we learned from the first time we had to do reservations. At this particular restaurant, you do not just say you're going to pop up. Mm-mm. You do reservations. You do reservations. So that's the type of, you know, environment. Just give you an idea of mm-hmm. the restaurant. So we got there and our, you know, time and, you know, it was no issues. We were exactly. seated. Yeah. And so they get the menu and they just, I don't know. 
they was like was lost. They was like, there's so much on here. And you I'm, go me. Didn't they look at this all the way up here? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and it was just like, what? I mean, y'all had enough time to look. I mean, because it's two hours. Yeah, I mean, it's a ride up this road, and mm-hmm. it's it's in Buckhead. Mm-hmm. So y'all don't y'all know what y'all want. I mean, yeah. what's the problem? And we was like, well, don't you do Olive Garden? Oh no, I don't do that. I don't do Olive Garden. I don't do that. So okay. we're familiar with this restaurant, so we know what kind of appetizers we want. We know get. exactly what to get. So, so we, we ordered two of the we same. We ordered two of the yeah. same appetizers just so we could have enough since it was like five of us. Mm-hmm. And we absolutely love this appetizer that we ordered. It's like a trio mm-hmm. of different things. Mm-hmm. And and so we were, as soon as it hit the table, we dig in. But um, Johnny was like looking he his face was all scrunched up and we were you know we didn't know what was going on everything okay johnny yeah we ended up saying is everything okay and johnny was like he just really didn't say much so Susie spoke up and said mm-hmm. oh he not used to this fancy stuff what? and we was like bread what bread <laughs> and she was like he not used it the bread kind of and I was like Oh he's just used to the sliced loaves like, of bread Light bread Yeah Just some plain old white bread And That was the only acceptable I, bread And I was sitting there like I mean You Okay so I understand what you're not used to But try it Try it you It's good like it. It's it's really good And Yeah He He would not touch Nothing on it He just sat there and so he decided to order like two um, glasses of wine or mm-hmm. something. And so the food comes out. And oh, what, what did he decide to order again? He ordered some salmon. At an Italian restaurant? At an Italian restaurant. Oh, Let's okay. just say that. All right. Now, we all know at an Italian restaurant, salmon going to cost a lot because mm-hmm. that's not their specialty. Normally, you get some pasta, some chicken and pasta, mm-hmm. some Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you could get, Alfredo. Yeah, at Italian restaurant. Yes. So, um, he did the, the salmon and he just stared at the plate. And so, we were like... He was offended by the portion sizing. He was. And called the manager old. Well, first the waiter. And Oh, and you ordered something you didn't really like. I didn't like it. I could he used up all of the things that I could do Mm -hmm. to just say, like, I can't do this. (laughs) So the manager came, took the plate. They waited in the back. Waited in the back, brought it back and said, This is the right size, sir. Meanwhile, I'm cringing. You squeak, you scooted your chair over. <laughs> I did. And so did Susie. Wasn't that her husband? That was her husband. She scooted her Susie chair over. Susie scooted too? her chair over t- towards me. <laughs> I'm scooting my chair over closer towards Lo. Meanwhile, Lo in his food, baby. Ain't he nothing, had yeah. no care in the world <laughs> of what y'all got. I don't care what Johnny and Susie over here doing. I'm going to eat my food. Mr. Distinguished was sitting over there by closer to low. And he was like giggling. Yeah. 
I'm dumping salt and pepper on this doing stuff Parmesan. that I got. Yeah. Because in Parmesan cheese, because she's trying to change the I'm flavor to, profile because it wasn't there. working. It wasn't there. And she couldn't take it back because Johnny doesn't use the He done the, messed it up. He used up all of the, you know. Everything. Because he complained about everything. I'm sure y'all know somebody, y'all take them out and Listen, complain about everything. When we, okay, so check time, mm-hmm. right? Check time come out. All right. Johnny and Susie. Susie is livid. Oh my God. You ordered two drinks. That was $10 a piece. That's $20. Our meal is $100. And you know, we could have did with that $100. We could have bought some groceries at the house. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my God. Well, y'all did order salmon. Both of y'all. And she had to share part of her salmon. She was feeding some of his food. To make him. And then she was like, you know, that I I can cook salmon at the house, and you know he could get I can get this big old ma'am. This not at home, okay? This listen. That's why I say be careful who you go somewhere mm-hmm. with because everybody just mm-mm. it was it, that whole scenario. So Isn't it time for dessert. It is time for so we first before we actually left. Mm-hmm. We like to go ahead and place our order for our mm-hmm. dessert. So we can just get to the place and pick it up. And pick go it up. With That's, our it. Business. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So Susie and Johnny couldn't, for some reason, I don't know. Couldn't figure out how to, use the, out how to use the website to yeah. order the the dessert. So I was like, okay, I'll order it. You just give me the cash and mm-hmm. we'll just go from there. And which is what was done. So we get to the place to pick up the desserts. So we decided to let the men go ahead and get out and Johnny, get the desserts. Johnny didn't want to go out. He did not. Yeah. And Susan was like, if you don't get on you out, get out this like yeah. low, low automatically knows. Like, already, yeah, I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get out. Yeah. He know I'm not gonna get out. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and Mr. Distinguished always gets out. Yeah. So yeah, so we're headed to this place to pick up our dessert. Right. So we go to where we normally pick it up. Right. And right. It wasn't there, or the person the associate wasn't there at the mm-hmm. moment or whatever. Right. So we're like, oh my god! And so Johnny, I mean, he he said something. There was a girl or something there. Yes. I forget what happened. Oh, he was like, you ain't gonna talk to her. Yeah. That's what happened. You ain't gonna talk to her, or whatever. And I'm like, okay, go ahead and get the dessert. <laughs> Not only that, he was like, "Oh, hey, Mister Distinguished, you ain't gonna talk to her. Yeah, you ain't gonna." And then y'all kind of left him. Yeah, I think he was just still there talking to somebody or whatever, some random person. Yeah, and let me just say this: Johnny does that a lot. A lot. Don't matter where we go. And the person that he usually talking to sometimes be confused and. Don't really don't know what what he's talking about. Like where's conversation coming from? Yes. So we get into the main dining facility and we go up to where they usually have the host and hostess. Absolutely. And ready to sit the people. Right. So we we inquire, me and Lo, Alex, uh, just Alex's husband, Mm -hmm. like where is the place where you pick up the to-go orders or whatever, the to-go desserts. Meanwhile, Johnny is now right behind us, and he hears us ask the host, hostess, or whatever, where is this place at? And so me and Lo were like, okay, it's over there. Boom. So we went back to where we were at the right. first time. Right. We look behind us, and Johnny know we're behind us. Gone. Gone. Whatever. <laughs> and so 
we pick up the dessert. So we picked up um, Johnny's and Susie's dessert as well, too. Right, right. And we were like, where is where is Johnny or whatever? And so we tried to, you know, backtrack to see where he might have uh, went to. Well, let me go back. I clearly hear him ask, as we were leaving the main dining facility, the same question that we asked the host hostess. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we get back into the main dining and we just see Johnny in this random line. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, John, what are you doing over here? They were like, this is what they told me to go. And I was like, it couldn't have been because they told us, we asked the same person, they told us to go over here. Right? He was lost. He was lost. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know what? That host host is probably didn't understand where he was at. I'm sure. He didn't. So they just like, just go over there. That's this the line right over there. Bro, not speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to the vehicle. Right. And Alice looks at my face and no, it looks at Lowe's face and she already knows something went down. Listen. Let me tell you something about me and Mr. Distinguished. When it comes to things and people, we can go into a restaurant or we can be around somebody we already know something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. And I I mean, I'm not boasting. Or we got it's this not big, a boasting thing. It's not a big head. I'm mm-hmm. just telling you what we can see. We can tell you if I'm gonna, we're going to have a good experience at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Or if this person is really loco. Yes. And let me just say, Johnny is loco. So we get back in the vehicle. We were headed back to our hometown. Yes. And we get back to the... And they've complained the whole way. The whole time. They complained the whole way up The there. price, the money, this... Oh, this just too much. This the is, way I drive. Yes. Everything was just not... Everything was wrong. Mm-hmm. And then they get back. And like, they say, oh, oh, we had a good time. Had a lovely time. We should let's, do this again. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was immediately at the no. I was at no. But you know what? That's not the last time. And it is not. Something happened because we had another outing. We did, y'all. You know, but you know what? We're going to leave that for part two. We are. So you're going to love it. Yes, you're going to love it because it gets even more crazier after this. It does. It does. So we invite you out this Monday, if you can, at 6 6 p.m. Facebook Live. Yes. We want to invite you to the conversation. We do. And if you have anything you want to say or add on, then you will have the opportunity to do so. Can you wait, Alex? I cannot wait. Listen, we got this. Oh, it's so juicy, y'all. It's juicy. You do not want to miss this. You want to be involved in this. So this Monday at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. We're going to be live, y'all. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Everyday Living in the Valley, guys. We hope that you enjoyed yourselves. If you would like some relationship advice or if you have a dream that you would like us to interpret, go to truevibes.net. Until next time, guys, on Everyday Living in the Valley. Living in the Valley. This has been a True Vibes Entertainment Production. For more information on what's going on in the Valley and more, visit our website at truevibes.net.
That's true, as in T-R-U, the word vibes.net.